Okay, we continue in the Sefer Das Hasviros. We're now on the next Svira of Tiferes. Again, we got Chesed, the right hand. Gvur, the left hand. Tiferes is the torso. So, Tiferes is, literally, Tiferes means something beautiful. Something is a Tiferes, it's beauty. But that doesn't help us understand anything. Pe'er is also like a glory. Uh, the tefillin that we wear is called a pe'er. It's called a glory. So it's something glorious, something beautiful. And therefore, the essence of this midah is to have a perfect blend of chesed and gvura, of kindness and control. And therefore, in your body, kindness on one side, control the other, torso, it's in the middle. And the idea is, to, is as follows. Chesed is when we're sending a flow of energy. Okay? You're just expanding out towards others, giving. It's energy that's an outwardly focused. Gvura, we said, is doing something with a lot of strength, and that can mean either constraining things or pushing chesed even harder. Okay? And here's the point. When you have chesed and you have gvura, sometimes there's either too little of that energy or too much of that energy, and it doesn't necessarily bring you to a, a good, healthy result that's perfect. Because too much of one, too little of the other, isn't going to naturally make what we call the perfect repair, the perfect activity. So Tiferes, what's its job? Is to have a perfect balance between these two Midos and the behavior that you do is a perfect blend of bringing the result to the recipient in a perfect way. All right, so he's gonna explain this in a few ways to understand this, all right? So therefore, this is called Tiferes. Because Tifera, something is beautiful, is let's say a rainbow, a, a, a lot of different um, elements of color. It's a beautiful thing, right? So there's lots of chesed doesn't come in one flavor. It's, you know, a lot of chesed, medium, less. Gvura, a lot, less, little. Sometimes you're having a lot of gvura and a lot of chesed because you really got to do something that's on one side of the spectrum. Sometimes a little bit of chesed and a, and a little bit of gvura on the other side of the spectrum. So it's multifaceted. And therefore, that is a really beautiful picture, so to speak. And another idea is that this Mita of Tiferes doesn't really have any individual power, force, and definition but rather it is creating a balance between those that are powerful things that are able to do. In other words, chesed is an energy that's coming out of you and how much love and connection that comes out depends on how much chesed you put out. You could put a lot, but it's coming from the giver. You're the giver, you're the doer. Gvura, you're the doer. You're the doer. The focus is on the one who's doing. I can do it in a powerful way. 
Either I can control something in a powerful way or expand in a most powerful way. Tiferes, and, and that's a meta, that's an attribute. An attribute means I have a characteristic that I want to expand. That's my characteristic. I have another characteristic I want to contract. Tiferes is not any energy that comes out at all. It really is how will that energy result to the receivers? You hear the idea. You, you have you have the real sources of energy is chesed and gvura. It's really just two sources. Either we're at, we meant the whole world is just expansion and contraction, and those are sources within the human being. I can expand myself, I can contract, or I can use gvura to expand exponentially, or I could use gvura to contract exponentially. So those are really powers that I have. And really, it, regardless of who the recipient is and what the recipient is, Tiferes is not creating any more energy. We've got the energy is there, but now we look at the recipient and we say, what? how much of a dosage of chesed and gvura are we going to let out and therefore, and in the best way for the recipient. That's the point. So there's really no new energy in Tiferes. That's the blend. And now we're taking, it's like how we make the cocktail of Chesed, it's the Chesed and Vura cocktail. Okay, how much Chesed are we gonna, this situation, how much Chesed does it require? And how much Gvura does it require? And it can be all different percentages. And for different situations, different amounts. It's always regulating the energy of expansion or steroid expansion or contraction or steroid contraction. How much is the right amount that has nothing to do with what I'm capable of doing? What I'm capable of doing is chesed and gvura. And that since I'm in the image of God, it's an infinite amount of chesed and gvura I can do. So why do you do that all the time? Because you're very destructive and not helpful. Tiferes is where you're saying, okay, how much of the two am I using now at the same time? So there's no new quality that's coming out, but it's focused on the recipient. How much can the recipient take? That is the general idea. And now it applies itself in so many ways. Okay, let's talk about the influence of the Torah. The influence of the Torah is rooted in Tiferes. When the Gemara Brachas decides to give examples of the all the spheres, Lecha Hashem, HaGedula, Vagivora, Vatiferes, and they talked about different activities that happen, Tiferes, they say, is the giving of the Torah. Okay. And if, in other words, we're defining what does it mean that God gave us the Torah? What does it mean? So we don't use Chesed, we don't use Gvura, because uh, on the one hand, Torah is chesed. On the other hand, there's a lot of restrictions. Right? So now, so what is Torah then? Well, it is understanding exactly how to balance the restrictions and the kindness with this Tiferes and to do things in a balanced way to bring something to its perfection. Okay? And that really, as we'll see in a minute, becomes what we call 
MS, the truth. Torah is MS. So therefore, the Torah has all kinds of laws. But you just can't take one. Love your neighbor like yourself. How much do you love? Okay, so the Torah, we have to look at the entire Torah. And the oral law is very important in understanding that. And we'll have examples of this either today or tomorrow. And the Torah is meant to bring the perfect amount of energy from Hashem into the world, man between man into the world. There's a mitzvah you have to rebuke someone. There's a mitzvah says you have to love him. So how do you balance that? So the perfect understanding of Torah is meant to bring a beautiful life. And we're using exactly the when, how much to, to give of one and the combination, how you keep mixing the cocktail throughout life. To bring an example, as they asked the Brisker Rav about his father, Reb Chaim Brisker, they said, was your father by nature a merciful fellow to the family? Did he have a, a merciful nature? So he says, or was he more of a particular guy? Uh, in Hebrew, the words are better. Rachaman, a merciful one, or Kaptan, it's more you're a stickler. Says he wasn't one or the other. He always did what the Torah said he should be doing at this time. In other words, you, you never want to be known as, oh, he's a merciful guy. He's a tough guy. No, he's the guy that Hashem wants him to be when Hashem wants him to be. It has nothing to do with that one characteristic is pushing him. We have, we have two char- fundamental characteristics. Chesed and Gvur, those are fun. We all have it. So now, if you are not, if you don't have any Tiferes, well, then you could be, a, you can have, you can be, a, what do you call these people who, who mentally flip back and forth? Schizophrenic. or whatever. Okay. You know, or, or what do you call it? The manic depressives. When he, when he gives, he gives everything. And when he does, he crawls into a shell. That would be the extreme zero tifers. Manic depressed. person says, I got these tools. I'll use whichever, how much I need to use based on what God says I should do. The Torah will give us instructions and guidelines. And basically in the oral law, that's where it really comes home. The oral law is what tells us which situation do we do this, which situation do we do that. So it's not like, well, I'm usually a tough guy. So everything has to fit in my tough guy mold. No. Or I'm a real merciful guy and I'm always, you know, just how much mercy. No. It's what Hashem wants you to do. And that is, as we'll see in a minute, that's the truth of Torah. Okay. And even though we learned earlier, we talked about Chachma, wisdom, and we said that the flow of the Torah comes from Chachma, as the Zohar HaKadosh says, and the source of all Torah is Chachma because it's wisdom that's beyond. But that's all considering the root of the Torah. In other words, when I'm, when I'm in interfacing with the Torah, that is wisdom. And that wisdom has so much wisdom. But how do you use it? It's divine wisdom. So, but if you want to build and live with the Torah and, and incorporate it into your life, that you need the Tiferes. 
Torah has a lot of great ideas. And at the core, when you do a mitzvah, it, it, it connects to uh, energies that are beyond. And the ideas of the Torah are beyond what a Yuvim could fathom. Okay, and I got all this information. Wow. Okay, so now I have a, a certain opportunity and life comes. Now the question is, what's it going to take to make it happen? Well, I know I got chesed in my repertoire. I got gvur in my repertoire. But how do I rebuke him exactly with a lot of chesed, with a lot of gvura? You know, you don't rebuke two people the same way. So then, so how is the Torah manifesting in a perfected way? That's Tiferes. So a person can be a big scholar, huge scholar, and hurt people very much unintentionally. Because, well, the Torah says I have to rebuke him. So I'm going to rebuke him. Whoa, 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 whoa. Torah says you have to love him. Oh, no, no. Right now I'm rebuking him. Tomorrow I could love him. No, 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 no. You got to love him and rebuke him at the same time. So that's where the real, where the where the where the rubber hits the road is Tiferes. Chachma, it's all in the base medrash. In the house of study, that's the chachma. The bina says, okay, what does this mean in life? Okay, and das, you live with that reality. But then, but then you got to actually do it now. You got to really employ your emotions now. So when I'm employing the emotions, if I'm not careful. So let's say, Chachma Bina Dasit says, I've got to straighten this guy out. I thought about it. Should I let it go? No. I've got to straighten it out. And I have to understand that there's, uh, it's not so easy. Okay, so now, which energy are you push, putting into it? Well, am I going to expand? Am I going to contract? Am I going to balance it? How much balance? And that's when you get a person who's a tzaddik who knows exactly the right amount of dosage. So the source of the Torah, without chachma, without Torah knowledge, you wouldn't be able to do anything. You don't even know. You might want to do what's right. So what's right? Euthanize the guy. If there was no Torah, if you were not a Torah Jew, if I was a Torah Jew, I would have no problems euthanizing people. I'd say, what do you mean? I'm taking him out of his pain. It's kindness. Torah says, that's not a kindness. It's murder. Finish. Off the table. Okay, now what do I do? How do you deal with it? Oh, well, you gotta have to use chesed and gvura and a combination. And that already brings the perfection of Torah in the external manifestation of how it plays itself out in life. So you can't have Torah without chachma, but the real, but it says, what is Tiferis? That's matan Torah, the gift of the Torah, and how you live your life is depending on that Tiferis. And therefore, as we've already said, the three patriarchs reflect those three midos. That Avram was chesed, Yitzchak was gvura, and Yaakov is tiferes. Okay. And that's what the Medrash says. Very interestingly, when God created the world, he left initially, when first man, everything was ready to go. The Shekhinah, the divine presence, the revelation of Hashem was down here on planet Earth. First man had a clear awareness of his connection to Hashem. And there was no question in the world, for all of the world, which is us, Adam and Eve, God was clearly the reality. That's the Shekhinah, palpable reality. Once Adam sinned, 
the Shekhinah went up one floor. It went to the second spiritual floor, so to speak. When Cain killed his brother, it went to the next floor. When the generation of Enosh that believed in idol worship, it went up another floor. The generation of the flood went up another floor. The generation of dispersal went up another floor. The generation of stone went up another floor. When the Egyptians in the days of Avram, it went up another floor. So now the seven, it, the Shekinah was very far away. So what happened? Came now seven tzaddikim, Avram, Yitzchak, Yaakov, Levi, Kahas, Amram, and Moshe. And each one brought it down a level. Avram brought it down one level, Yitzchak, Yaakov, then Yaakov's son Levi, Levi's son Kahas, Kahas's son Amram, and finally Moshe Rabbeinu brought it right down to the bottom and brought it back. So what, what does that mean? How do we understand this? So you have to understand that Hashem created the world for his honor, as we've said many times, and honor means to recognize something that you could deny. So in the beginning, everything was for his honor. They recognize Hashem and you do his will. That's clear. Once you sin, the honor is gone. What do you mean there's a God in this world? How could you sin if there's a God in this world? And therefore, God's position drifts away and away and away and away. Comes the patriarchs and now they bring the recognition of Hashem back through manifesting these attributes. In other words, when you live in a world where there's no kindness, no control, no balance, what kind of world are you living in? Chaos. Okay, chaos. Now, when you go to uh, Chicago on a weekend, can you tell us a God in Chicago? Can you tell us a God um, um, in the month of June in Toronto? in Ontario, right? It's Pride Month. Pride Month now. It's Pride Month. What do you think, it's just a day? No, the Pride flag, right? So, and if you don't raise a Pride flag, then you're called homophobic. I never understood that argument. It could be, I'm I'm not proud of that. I don't subscribe to it. You wanna do it, but why do I have to have in my city this flag? Why don't they have a Jewish flag? Why don't you have every flag? Where's the Jewish flag? Where's the Catholic flag? And it, it's all ridiculous. It's all ridiculous. But anyway, but when you see now an Avram who's practicing kindness, where did that come from? He would tell, it comes from God. God is kind and I am kind. That manifests it. Kvuras, Yitzchak, Yaakov is Tiferes. So each one brought down another mita as an expression and a recognition of Hashem in the world. So you have to understand when people sin, that looks like there's no God in this world, especially when there's no punishment either. When people behave in a, in a beautiful, divine fashion, divine behavior bespeaks divinity. He's acting godly, there must be a God in this world. So that's what they did. So now we come to Yaakov now. Okay, he's called Tiferes. And he's also 
called Torah. And we've already mentioned that Torah is the Pharisee. He studied a lot of Torah. And it's very interesting. The Gemara and Sanhedrin quotes a Pasuk that says, so says Hashem. He talks about Yaakov who redeemed Avram. Very funny. How did Yaakov redeem Avram? He lived after Avram. Gemara says, how, how does it happen? So he says, you know what? He redeemed him from the pain of raising children. What in the world does that mean? Well, first, let's take a look at the Midrash. The source of the Midrash, it says that Avram was saved only in the merit of Yaakov. They give an, an analogy. Let's say someone who is judged before the king to be killed. He did a crime. Okay? And then the astrologers say, before you kill him, I see in the future that this criminal is going to give birth to a daughter who's going to marry the king. And it'll be a very good thing. So it's worthwhile to save the guy because you'll never get such a beautiful princess, a queen, if you kill him. So Avram, the same thing, he comes before Nimrod. Nimrod decides to burn him up. Hashem sees, you know what? There's going to be Yaakov coming out of this. I can't allow Avram to be burnt up because then there'll be no Yaakov. And in the merit of Yaakov, he is saved. And that's what means Yaakov redeemed Avram. He didn't have his own marriage. Not enough. He was exotic, but he would have died al Kiddush Hashem. What's wrong with that? Dying al Kiddush Hashem is pretty good, but no, no, no. There's going to be a Yaakov coming out of here. And the Svasemis explains the Mita of Avram was Chesed. And Yaakov redeems the attribute uh, and also of what? By blending the Chesed in the proper way. And that's the idea of the government. He will deal with the judgment in a way that it will work. And how does it work? With the pain of raising children, which we'll see shortly what that means. So what Yaakov really did, Abram's kindness was amazing, but without Tiferes, it's going to be flawed. We had not yet introduced into the psyche of man's personality Tiferes, which means, you know, you don't have to go with all the chesed. There's still, there's still kvura, and we have to know how much chesed, how much kvura. So as much as Avram, it was a tremendous, uh, what would we say, step forward for humanity. This whole of chesed existing was unbelievable, but it's it can't exist on its own. It needs to be fine-tuned. There's only so much one person can do in terms of fine-tuning. So Yaakov comes again, and now through his Tiferes, he perfects Avram. Because Tiferes doesn't really do anything. It just allows the previous attributes to come out in the best way. Now it's very interesting, when we define Yaakov, we call him the Yoshev Ohalim. He dwells in the tents. So which tents was he really dwelling in? The tent of Avram, which is the tent of Chesed. The tent of Yitzchak, which is the tent of Gura. And now by blending the two, he could easily go from one tent to the other. And that's what produces the Tiferes, this beauty. And to take it one step further, the Talmud calls Yaakov and they say that his bed was complete. Mitaso Shlema. What does that mean? His bed was complete. So the Gomorrah and Shabbat says like this. 
until the third generations of righteous people, the original taint of mankind from the sin of Adam, Adam Arishon, did not go away. And it took a while, because Avram, in spite of the fact he was such a tzaddik, but he still gave birth to Yishmael. Now what's Yishmael? He's a paranoid, he's a wild guy, why? Because it's uncontrolled chesed. Avram wasn't able to transfer a controlled way of chesed. Yitzchak gave birth to Esau, whose uncontrolled gvura, where you're just using all your power, but not necessarily for any good things. Yaakov gives birth to 12 tribes, and there was nothing wrong with them at all. And that's why they call his bed was complete, meaning in bed you produce children, so to speak. All 12 kids, in spite of the fact there was the sin with Yosef, which is another story, but his bed was complete. Every child was an observant Jew. Every kid was 100% on the derech. Why is that so? Because as we said, kindness alone can be blemished. Control alone can be blemished. And that's where we have these issues. But here, Tiferes, it's not an energy source at all. It's taking and blending the sources. And if you blend them properly, there's no deficient at all. Remember, Tiferes means you are blending kindness and control in the most beautiful way, and that's when you get perfection. And that's what it says, the pain of raising children is a big, what's the real pain? You have a kid who loves to do chesed, but not so much in Gvura. Another kid wants to do Gvura. So he, you have to train the kid to balance this. The kid is very excited, but you know, sometimes kids get into a certain thing and they go to extreme. And you gotta pull them back and say, no, you gotta eat supper. But I'm doing it. You gotta eat supper. And, and, you can and that's painful to be able to implement this balance. Especially when he had 12 children who each personality was different than the other. So he couldn't use the same um, parenting skill for one child than the other. You follow? So, so Aaron has two kids. He uses the same parenting skill. It works okay for Yitzhak, but not for Ishmael. <coughs> uh, Yitzhak has using the same parenting skill. Works for Yaakov, but doesn't work for Esau. Yaakov has 12 kids, not two. Four wives. Whoa, there's a lot going on over there. But he had the perfect, he knew exactly how much to give every kid at what time and how to balance it. And that's why they came out so normal. Okay, very important. And therefore we could say about Rav Shach Zichron who died 22 years, approximately 20, 22 years ago. He said about the Chavetz Chaim. Chavetz Chaim never made a mistake. When he gave advice, it was always right. <coughs> he wouldn't make mistakes. And he says, because they were all according to the Torah, completely without any bias. The Torah itself has no mistakes. Torah is perfect. God is perfect. <coughs> so how can a guy learning Torah make a mistake? Because he has a bias. And he understands the message of Torah incorrectly. 
So the Chavetz Chaim was Mavish Tiferes. Torah is perfect, is perfect. But now the problem is you put individuals who have a bias and that by definition is going to make it imperfect. If you have the perfect balance of Chesed and Gvura through Tiferes, you will get the perfect answer every time. That's why we go to great rabbis. Help us get the perfect answer because they're not in any bias. Now, it comes out another very interesting thing the Kabbalistics firm write in footnote Vav. He says, Yaakov, we said, was completely torn. There was no refuse, so to speak. And therefore, Yaakov really mystically has had the visage of first man before he sinned. First man before he sinned was the perfect human being. Hashem created a perfect human being. Right? And he he now with and then man sinned. Well, he put a little bit of garbage in there. So Avram and Yitzchak weren't perfected. So therefore you have you no know, Yishmal or Esau. But Yaakov perfected it. He perfected it. And that is he he was a Gilgal of Adam Marishon and he did a tikkun on Adam Marishon. And that's why we say that the face up on the holy chariot as one of the faces Adam, it was Adam Marishon, but Adam Marishon fell off of there and it became Yaakov. That's the perfect Jew. And that's why at the end of his life, when he wanted to bless his sons, and he wanted to tell them when the Mashiach was gonna come, and all of a sudden the prophecy went away. So he said, uh oh. Maybe there's something wrong with my kids. And he said, God forbid, do any of you guys have any issues with Yiddish guys? Maybe somebody, you know, suddenly off the derech that I'm not aware of. So what did they all answer? Shema Yisrael, listen Yisrael, our father's name is Yisrael, Yad Yisrael. Hashem will get Hashem Achad. And just like in your heart, you only have a heart for one, which is Hashem, so in our heart, we're only for Hashem. So therefore, we see there was no waste byproduct okay and therefore he since his life was perfect like everything in the way he lived his life having wives and children and everything he applied he had the most complicated life in the world and he applied everything in torah a hundred percent properly so that is really why we associate yaakov with tiferes and that is the most beautiful thing the most beautiful thing is when you see a person always doing the right thing at every time. He is the person who takes the Torah and it applies it exactly the way God wants it to. And whatever difficult situation is, he comes with the solution that's the perfect solution. And he had 12 kids who were, from his perspective, properly educated. So this is our opening salvo. There's a lot more to speak about over here. But that's a good uh, starting point to remember that it's not, you're not doing anything with Tiferis. You're just making the right mixture. Okay. Thank you.